from the guests, the interviewers, and everyone who listens. Hi, my name's Alex Edwards, and once again, I'm interviewing Dan Inventor. Uh, technical issues towards the end of the episode, but pretty much nothing in between. It was a steady session. Um, honestly, heads up, I'm not going to be editing the last bit. Once we um, hit, say, oh yeah, we've kind of hit like a natural lull in the conversation... Uh, that's pretty much it. There's some, there's a little, there's a few jokes here and there. But if you guys are rushed or you want con- high concentration of good quality jokes, you guys can end the episode at that point and restart it, listening it to over and over again, analyzing it, deciding whether or not we are in fact crazy. We talked about a few different things, um, ideas of of how societies are structured. Of, of some good books, of some different ideas, and even anime. So if you guys enjoy that sort of stuff and you enjoy us talking, make sure to hit the whatever equivalent of subscribe is on the platform that you're currently listening to this on, and enjoy. I've been, I'm Alex Edwards, and I'll see you guys later on the uh, on the exit. See you next time. Bye. Oh God, I love Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Craig's amazing. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, hey everybody, guess who's back? Back again. Daniel's back. Daniel Venter. Guess who's back? I don't know. (laughs) I thought, wait, you have friends? This is news to me. No, 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 I'm, I was singing the song. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, so buddy, how you been over the last week? Yeah, I've I've had a hectic week. Yeah, I've. Uh, Ooh, what's we did like uh, we've had a we had a bunch of uh, students here where I'm working. We did a tracking course. It's like tracking. You know, yeah, tracking like. What are you tracking? Spider Man. <laughs> No, no, no. We were just identifying uh, different types of tracks in the field. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So I'm, uh, I'm a, uh, what would you call it? You're a, a tracker. Amateur, amateur tracker. Oh my god, you're like Crocodile Dundee, but you know South African. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Think you're Crocodile a national Dundee. treasure. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Dundee just has a big knife. I don't think he knows how to track. No, I think he is a tracker in the film. Oh, is he? Yeah, like I think that's the. F- I haven't watched the film in ages. Yeah, like like oh. Crocodile Dundee is the Australian version of Superman. Like I'm sure, like if the if the I the premise of Crocodile Dundee was passed over generations. And mm. fit and sixty to fifty years, eventually, eventually just, develop. Yeah, yeah, he just it gets just Superman eventually. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Superman started out like he's above average strength, and he and because of that, he can jump really high because he's really strong. <laughs> and then it and became he, flying. Yeah, and then, and then it became, became flying. 
then it and became... then he, like you can bench press a planet. Yeah. <laughs> like he had fire breath at one point. He had now he's got all the visions. He's got like regular vision. He's got heat vision. He's got X ray vision. vision. He's got macro vision, micro vision. He's got. He, it's like, just ridiculous. Got, yeah, it's like, like the only. You uh, feel like Superman himself is compensating for something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, little, if you think. It's his little kryptonite. Yeah, his little kryptonite <laughs> dick. <laughs> I mean, like, he wears skin tight, uh, skin tight suit stuff. We can. I bet there's just barely stuff. a bulge there. We can clearly tell. Maybe that's Maybe. why he's a different species. Maybe he's even just stuffing stuff in there, you know, to make it look bigger. It's tennis balls and stuff. I uh, I remember uh, a family friend of ours. Uh, the dad would tell the kids, uh, "Yeah, he made a bet with Superman, and Superman lost. That's why Superman has to wear his underwear on the outside of his trousers." Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> quite funny yeah that's fun DC's an interesting thing like, that's going on, they've got the Snyder Cut coming out oh I have no idea that's hopefully bad. they t they Whatever turn up the is. lighting you don't know what the Snyder Cut yeah. the, this, this... so uh, you know the Justice League film right yeah yeah, yeah. it was directed by Zack Snyder but he okay. had to make he had to like remove parts to get it to the like perfect runtime. Okay. And he had to like change around scenes according to like different people's criteria. Yeah, because it, Mainly it felt DC. rushed. It was rushed. Yeah. yeah. So now they're releasing the the Snyder cut of Justice League, so that it's got it's like as he wanted to tell it. Okay. Cool. And like uh, you know, uh, Batman versus Superman. There was a Snyder cut of that. Which was a better movie, yeah. Which actually made sense, uh, but it was the... longer, much longer. Yeah, but like by twenty minutes. Oh, uh, okay. It was it was literally the Snyder, the major difference in the Snyder cut of Batman versus Superman from the regular one was the villains who shot everybody in the you know the first scene of Batman versus Superman where Superman swoops in and he saves Lois Lane and he flies off. Mm. And he leaves all the terrorists there by themselves. Yeah. Well, in the Snyder Cut, people came in, shot everybody, and then burnt the bodies to look like Superman did it with his X-ray vision. Okay. And that's why everybody's annoyed at Superman. So it gives more. Uh... It makes sense. Yeah. It builds. <laughs> it, yeah. It gives a reason, motive, motive. Yeah. Hopefully, the newest version of Justice League isn't shit. Yeah, honestly, man, I haven't been to a movie theater in ages. You haven't? What do you do to have fun, then? Other than chronically masturbate? Uh, yeah, don't tell anybody I do that. Oh, wait. This is... Yeah, this is broadcast to the planet. Yeah. Damn it. I know. Alex... My secrets, man. I know. Who, knew, <laughs> who would have thought that the conservationists would be spanking monkeys? <laughs> How did you know I call it a monkey? <laughs> uh, uh, male intuition. 
Well, I don't really. If I'm if I'm in a town where I can go to the movies, hmm. I don't really have friends there that would go to the movies. You know, we'd rather go to a bar and drink a beer. And... Fair enough. Yeah, the the movies is more like a, a date thing, or just it's less of a yeah, fun with friends. I, honestly, a, I've know. never been on a movie date or really? with or with friends for fun to go watch a movie. I remember for my birthday we did. Oh no, it wasn't for my birthday. I just invited some friends hmm. and we binged watched all uh, all six Star Wars episodes before the seventh one came out, and then oh, went right. to watch when to watch the seventh one in, in theater. It was cool. Yeah, that, that's like a social thing where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like high school, man. That's what yeah. five years ago. <laughs> back back in high school, going to the movies was like a much bigger thing because there's nothing else that you can do which is legal. Yeah. <laughs> well, kids in our school did illegal stuff all the time. Fair yeah. enough. I think it's, well, I... it's South Africa, man. People drink when they're 14. Well, so do we, but it's illegal where we live. At the age of 14? Yeah, if, you have, if you're with a parent, you can drink at 14. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you can... I think if you... You can drink at a home if your parents, like, uh, give you a drink. But then it's their prerogative you know they have to like yeah they can't what's like, the, get you what's drunk. the drinking age where you live um 18 18 16 here oh 16 yeah you can Whoa. drink before you're legally allowed to have sex Damn. <laughs> well, yeah um yeah but yeah. i was a lot of a lot of kids would drink in high school. They have parties, and I I kind of felt felt left out because I never went to any of them, so I don't really socialize that much in high school. Um, it's, well, it's basically an excuse to get drunk and to yeah, sometimes and to like either hang out with your friends or hook up with friends. It it depends like how big the house party is. Yeah, I I was at. Like a massive party at the end of the year. Okay. Or yeah, that was in a in a club, but that's because of our uh, we we call it matric farewell, but it's like uh, uh, like the senior dance, you know, your, your final year of high school, you have a dance. Oh, okay. And then there's an after party as well. I mean, we went to to Cape Town to a club that no longer exists. <laughs> Why doesn't it exist? Um, honestly, I don't know. But ah, I budget think it cuts. Closed. Yeah, I think it closed down. Yeah, it had a cool name though. It was the Dragon Room. Yeah, that's be- that's better than spanking the monkey. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, like it. Stop spanking spank- the. Stop spanking, no, spanking the, monkey. the monkey. That would be a terrible club name. Yeah, definitely. Stop spanking the monkey and go to the dragon room. Yeah. 
both of which support animal abuse, but one is a cooler animal. <laughs> if, I mean, if, like, if you don't do animal abuse kits, but if you're going to, do it with an animal that breathes fire. <laughs> yeah, just, At least just that, imagine that... A, a grumpy old drunk dragon. Uh, it's like back in my day, we used to eat little children. But now, uh, but now Ofsted has just like gone against it. <laughs> oh, do you have Ofsted? Um, it's like the school board. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we, our school boards are made up of uh, parents. That sounds like a terrible idea. No, it, it's, it's good because there's a lot of diversity in parents. So you, you can have, uh, you can have the parents decide what the school needs to do for the benefit of the children. Okay. But, the, but it, they get elected, so you don't you don't just be you don't just get to be part of the school board. Um, all the parents get together one night and they elect members. That's pretty. Yeah. I thought that was like I was thought that's like oh that's that's how it is you know I uh, thought that. We have the uh, like PTA, which is Parent Teacher Association, but okay. there's like Ofsted is more of like a um a regulatory body, so like to make sure that schooling is done well. Uh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. So yeah, we we have a education department which is part of our government, and they just because that would be part they of they are it's like. They they hardly do anything. They just provide the syllabus, and then once a year they come and check. Uh, only the final year students, yeah, okay. or learners, and then they check like ten of them, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, your, your school's your school's on par. Your school is your school's uh, kind of shit." Yeah, or they say, "Listen here, uh, you guys are too tough on the kids. Everyone gets." Uh, five percent increase, you know. <laughs> That'd be good. That's what happened with us. <laughs> I passed some of my subjects because of that. <laughs> hey, yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I um, I finished up with the uh, game development that I was doing before. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I didn't finish it. But I had um, I had more than completed the amount of time that they paid me for. Okay. Like okay. they they paid me for nineteen hours worth of work. I ended up uh, doing thirty six. Okay. And it was like the um, have I mentioned this on the podcast before? I don't think you mentioned it on the podcast. I okay. Um, I'm doing this academic thing with regard to Feynman diagrams with a physicist as part of the physics department. He wants to gamify part of physics so as to increase the likelihood that people will join that field. Mm. Um, so Feynman diagrams is a is a type of diagram which displays how particles interact um, and how they basically smash into each other. And so basically it was my job to build a sort of game to export over, to like learn all the game engine, learn how to design everything, learn how to build everything, build it, and then put that over so that other uh, so that people could use it in the classroom uh, it took longer than it was yet again one of the games that went over time for the expectation of delivery 
Yeah. I'm essentially the Halo Four of <laughs> of physics. Um, it won over delivery. I ended up having to. It was really weird the way they structured it. So they had p enough in the budget for three people. Yeah. And uh, so when I joined, I was like, oh, yeah. So they're going to have one guy to do all the physics-y parts with the teacher. Uh, and that guy will build all the slideshows and stuff like that. And he'll get paid for his 19 hours. And then we'll have two programmers, one of which is a friend of mine who uh, joined the project with me early on. I, was, I ended mm. up being on the grant application which actually got sent out because we were helping from the get-go and we would build it together. And But what I found out is I was the only one who could code in the entire project mm. and the other two were physics students who like, they knew a little bit of coding, but it was like, oh, we're building a simulation, a simulated model in C. Yeah. And that was very much not the thing that we were building. Yeah, I just want to uh, um, go back to something you said. Um, hmm? Particles smash. Yes. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it, it, it's a sex it's a, joke. Yeah, it's an online text game. <laughs> Is it? Well, no, it part. I mean. No, I, I got the joke originally, but I thought like, oh, is it actually? Uh, no, it's okay. not. It's you, not got a... me, you got me, bro. Yeah. yeah. You can Maybe that could back. be. A... <laughs> Do you want to make a dating site for people, but they pretend to be particles, and we could call it Particles Smash? It's like hey, and, okay. and like the only pickup lines you're allowed to do have to be physics related. It's like hey, baby. <laughs> and then I'm I'm sensing the strong nuclear force between us. You you get uh, you get assigned a specific element on the periodic table, and then <laughs> when you when you meet someone, you uh, check compatibility, and then you fuse to form a new uh, molecule. <laughs> it's like uh, hyd like I feel like everyone would go for hydrogen and oxygen. <laughs> or it's like hey, together we can make something wet. Yeah. <laughs> it was an interesting project though I had to figure out how to build it like a grid system but mm. instead of using squares I had to use hexagons oh okay cool 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 that's nice yeah and that was a bitch uh, I ended up finding some resources online and figuring out how to do it technically a three dimensional grid a two dimensional grid could be a three dimensional grid which is flattened and it is also a cube. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, you know how... Um, tip because they're equal, uh, they're equal measure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, Alex. It makes you're breaking up a bit. <laughs> oh, um, you know how uh, grids are built out of squares, typically? With uh, yeah, length yeah. one, height one, and mm. they have two parallel lines. So I had to think of it. I was like, oh, how do I do this? How do I do this? So I started staring at hexagons. 
I, I spent a good two hours staring at a <laughs> drawing of a hexagon, which I did. And I was like annotating. It's like, okay, so this is that angle and this is at that angle. And then you know that thing that every photographer does and every mathematician does in the <laughs> in the in those movies, they take a step back and then they see the whole picture. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I thought like, oh, this this is all bullshit. Like maybe if I do that, I could have myself do a laugh, and I could <laughs> and I could uh, I could like pre- uh, entertain myself for a few minutes because I'm stuck here. So I did that, and then I'm like, fuck, oh. it worked. <laughs> I figured it out. It's like a hexagon has three parallel lines. Yeah, and if a two dimensional grid system has two parallel lines in their square objects to make it to adjust for three parallel lines you have a three-dimensional grid system yeah which shows height length and width what uh width and depth and what is and if you map that out that's a cube yeah and then if you take each center point, each uh, point along each, like 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 1, 0, 0, 2, and then every single axis on the grid, and then you flat, and then you look at it from a side angle, and then flatten it, you have a sort of a grid system that looks like a hexagon. Yeah. You know, like those, you see those pictures online with Rubik's Cubes, where you've got the white on the top the blue uh, the green on the side and the red on the yeah, other yeah, side yeah, yeah, yeah. and a, you see all three of them together but it, if you flatten that it's a it becomes a sort of hexagon yeah, yeah, yeah and so i built my grid off the center point being true zero and then everything else being like a shift value based off those three axes that man that's a that's a lot of math it was a lot of math i i spent the bulk of my time of I spent about what was it? I ended up spending eleven hours fi- figuring out how to build the logic system behind it. So it was like based off where I am and what I want. What should this state? The what should this particle be? Did they did they buy the logic system from you? They didn't buy the logic system. Well, they did in a way because they hired me to come up with. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So. But you'd be still be able to use it in the future. They didn't like take. I would, yeah. It's it's I. Ironically, this was when I move. This was when I was moving, so I I didn't have internet for like almost a week, and so like I've just got. <laughs> I literally had on my wall like uh, on my wall just them stick duct tape everything there <laughs> to entertain myself. Just drawings of shit moving to other shit and i would like ah oh, i was i beautiful minded basically yeah. mapped it out <laughs> but quickly. i did but it's a really stupid pro- it's a really simple problem that is kind of stupid and it shouldn't have taken me that long. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's more it's more of a beautiful simple mind sort of situation <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I ended up learning a lot from it though, and it was fun. I think that's awesome if you can like uh, learn something from working, you know? Because yeah. in the end, that's the only thing you're keeping is the experience you gain. Because the, yeah. the product plus the money, I'm definitely keeping the money. <laughs> well, the money goes away quickly. 
not if you save it and yeah. or if you use it wisely like from my from my first year like um do you know how the student finance system works in england i have no idea okay so um essentially you apply to university mm. if you get accepted at that university you also apply for student finance uh, now there is a governing body in england called student finance england uh, they will uh, put up the fee for your tuition or you pay it but most of people just have them sorted out okay you then sign an agreement where you uh, pay back uh, the entire amount, uh, amount of money plus 3% for every subsequent year and that compounds okay so so it's a loan on top of that you also have yeah it's a loan okay uh you also have this thing called a maintenance loan which is optional now a uh, maintenance loan is 11000 pounds at the highest for people who move out of their home of their parents place mm. and live by themselves and it's like a full time career okay now this is in london it varies depending on the university you travel uh, you're living in you're living near or the part of the country so in total, each year you go to university in, let's say, central London, typically costs you uh, 20 grand, okay. uh, so 20,000 pounds. And that multiplied by three years for an average bachelor degree is 60 grand. On the maintenance loan, that's essentially like your rent, your food, and anything else you want to spend it on. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're, if you're clever about it, you get a part-time job, which you're allowed to do which is what I did. And then luckily I managed to save the bulk of my maintenance loan and I put those into a savings account with 5% interest. Okay, and then you, you make the money back that you need to, to yeah. pay in the end. Yeah. yeah. In South Africa, you, you, don't, uh, you don't apply, or the government doesn't provide anything. Like uh, it's all personal. Uh, usually it is personal. Um, but you can go, you can go for a student loan at a bank. Um, but it's, it's hectic interest, man. So expensive. And you, you end up paying it off for the next 10 years of your life. Um, ditto. Yeah. So, um, what a lot of people do is they get bursaries. So private institutions actually like sponsor you. Uh, in exchange for uh, usually a, a few years of like working for them. Um, oh, okay, yeah. But but some companies like uh, because they want to try to evade tax, um, they spend money on bursaries. They can't get taxed on money they give people bursaries so um yeah they yeah they did they throw so much money at bursaries just it's a write-off yeah basically um so yeah, there, sure. there's that that that's good because students get to study um but it's bad because it's a loophole they save on their tax yeah well, uh, it could be a thing where it's like, if the students get to study, then they will be able to generate more income for themselves, yeah. which they then pay off in tax. So I guess it could round out but it's, in that sort of way. But it's usually private institutions. It's not a government. 
No, I, I, I understand that, but like... Oh, the government it, it, sees it, it as, okay, these people might make a lot of money one day, so they'll be able yeah. to pay a lot of taxes. Yeah. I guess. I guess That's probably... Like them. Yeah. Like uh, in England, we um, we tax alcohol and tobacco because we want to discourage it. Yeah, but yeah. we do tax write-offs for charity donations and things like that because we want to encourage that. Mm. No. It's, I, don't, I don't know. I think, yeah, it's, it's mostly the same in South Africa. You pay tax, mm. tax for cigarettes and alcohol. And... Actually, you I pay don't... tax on a lot. You pay a tax on anything. Yeah, we have a lot of tax in the UK. It's like 20% yeah. here. Yeah, we, we've like something like 16%. But uh, it's not oh, we, much difference, uh, though. I mean, like, uh, not 16% on, on your income. You pay tax for anything you purchase that's considered non, non-essential. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 16%. Sorry, something just fell. <laughs> tell, oh, tell him there's a Hmm? Tell him to get up. Where did he fall? All right, post-it notes. You should get up. Yeah, get up started... and get alive. <laughs> get a job. You just la- You just lounge around this place, trying. You to... don't speak the. <laughs> You're all mute and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving little messages everywhere. Yeah, I actually I do that a lot now. Like I um. I used to do this when I was younger when I started writing. Mm. I um like I'd write out an idea over the course of the day that I have and I'd stick it on the wall. Okay. And then like I try and so- and then like when I needed a break from doing whatever I was doing, I'd look at one of the problems that was on the wall and I would solve that. So I'd always be working on something. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And uh so like now like I'll I'll put post-it notes to my left which is like a, ri- a reminder for me to solve something. And then I'll put it on the wall. And then like when I'm solving it, I'll take another post-it note and I'll put it underneath, which will be the solution to that thing. Okay. And then like over time, as I figure it out, I would eventually write it down in one of my notebooks where it's like, ah, oh, this is the solution to this thing. And it's, it's, a, it's a good way to like uh, decode your mind in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that's really good. What happens with me is I just like... Uh... I just forget about my problems. <laughs> well, that's one way to. Yeah. Well, technically, if you don't remember any f- problems, you don't have any problems. Exactly. That's what. That's the motto from Memento that I learned. Technically, uh, so uh, yeah, but I think I, I want to try that. Actually, I'm going to go buy me some post-its. Or if you want, there's a this th- there's this habit I got from my mum. Mm. Uh, back when she was like, she used to. Um, Can you post it to me? She. No. Uh, so essentially, on a pack of post-it notes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you you grab a marker, and I I did this for this this pack. You uh write on the front to insert words here. Mm. And that's just like a little joke for every time you have to refill your post-it notes <laughs> because it's technically true. Yeah. <laughs> I like these things. I I came up with, uh... you know what? I'll I'll just so like I'll just oh, grab you know, one off the wall. Do you know what it's like actually? Do you know workflow? What? Yeah, Trello boards and stuff. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like that. Yeah, it's it's kind of like yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. You're right. Yeah. It's trying like moving from one state to another. Yeah. My uh, my background on my phone is actually uh one like two months after I moved out of my parents' place when I was eighteen at the time. I was I was like, okay, I need to figure out what's more important to me. Yeah. So you know, like how people talk about hierarchies and stuff, and hierarchies are values. I I talk about yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. that. Like when we're not recording, we're like, oh yeah, hierarchies of value and conversion yeah. rates. And I started thinking about like, what are mine? So like, I go, <laughs> I've now got a thumbnail for my uh, for this episode now. All right. Um. So I just start, I started thinking like, what is important to me? So I grabbed. Let me grab my phone. I just started writing them out, and then like. I I put them as pri- I label all of them as priorities. Okay. And uh, they're ordered according to height. So the higher it is, the more important it is. And so uh, living is a category which is fairly high. Yes. Uh, health yeah. is next to is next to living, which is but slightly lower. Um. Uh, and a degree and R and R are basically equal. So like getting my degree. Yeah. But um, they're both lower than living and health. Okay. And as part of living, there's, in order of height, there's money, work, and then the name of the place that I worked at the time. Okay. That's cool. And then health, food, mental, uh, mental exercise, diet, question mark. <laughs> question mark. Socializing. <laughs> yeah, man. You're just like, oh, you got to... I gotta think about it. Like, how much do I actually give a shit? Yeah, <laughs> and th- and then like a degree is more is like fairly important. But what's less important is like my coursework, my labs, and my revision. Uh, notes are important, which are linked to seeing lectures, mm-hmm. but they're not as important as attending lectures because I get recordings of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't get recordings. And. Yeah, it's just like kind of like planning it out and thinking like what is more important to me and like verb and like having a a visual representation of it yeah, was like yeah. fairly was good for me in my first year because I was like, okay, I you can figure out this is not as important as this, so I have the opportunity to save uh, to earn money, but I won't be able to revise. Okay. So then you like f- can figure out your balancing act. Yeah, yeah. So that you can end up choosing the right living. thing. Yeah. End up living. Yeah. Mm. Um, we actually the students that were here this week, um, we go to their campus once a week, and we, well, my mentor, um, mm. has a personal development class. It's actually okay. it's actually really really cool and. There's a lot you can learn from it. Um, and one of the things they they have to do as an exercise is, um, damn it, I don't I don't actually have the time, but I would love to to show it to you sometime. Like whenever you make a mistake, right, you record if it was uh, a once-off mistake, if it's a reoccurring thing, or it's something you can easily fix, right? Oh, that's brilliant. And then what you do is you try to find a solution for it. So it's basically like a post-it thing. Yeah, and it's 
but trying it, to be as efficient as possible. But it's but it's more focused on uh, developing yourself than it is on solving the problem. Um, That's great, man. Yeah, yeah, it's really really cool. I haven't tried it yet. I want to try it. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! This thing but... is amazing. I don't know what it's like. <laughs> uh, just like sex. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what's get what gets measured gets improved though. Like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. if you start counting calories. You you see like where you are and where you want to be, and then like you move to it. It's like yeah, the last yeah. episode we talked a little bit about heaven and hell. Mm. Did we? You know what? I keep referencing conversations we have outside. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, it's like it it, it almost I almost feel like I'm cheating the audience <laughs> in a way when I have conversations with people and I don't record them. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like, like I have, like I'm having a we conversation just, with we should just put with you right now. Recording. We should just put. Yeah, like <laughs> people complain about Nixon and and they say like, yeah, he recorded all the stuff that he did, and like no one knows why. And like these people clearly don't talk to interesting one, don't talk to interesting people, and two, don't realize how popular that is. Yeah. Like, uh, we, uh, as a podcast, right, mm. we have 10 people fr over the past five weeks who have heard every single episode and are consistently repeat listeners. And to you 10 okay. guys, I fucking love you. I Honestly, thank you for listening. I, I love you too. <laughs> so thank does you. Daniel. <laughs> I love you guys because, like, you guys are listening, you're... You you're finding value or interest in what we're saying, and you're and you're like, if you want uh, on the Anchor app, you can um, leave voice notes back to me that I can listen to, and if you, and if it's like something funny, or uh, like a correction of something I say, I'll include it into the following episode so that we can or, have this audience back and I forth. Yeah, I say, please correct me. <laughs> <laughs> Little masochist, but <laughs> <laughs> but like I love you guys, and the one dude in his fifties who is listening to this, I just want to talk to you. I want to like because the <laughs> we have yeah. nine, like above ninety percent of our audience is in from eighteen to twenty five, and there's one dude from forty five to fifty nine who is listening to this. <laughs> And I, I just want to know who you are, bud. Give me your Discord. DM me on Twitter. I'll bring you on. It will be interesting. Imagine it's just someone that accidentally mistyped their age in, in the age category of, of some, some Like place. Spotify or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if it's my dad. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could be, man. Alex, I'm very disappointed in you. Vulgar you said language. a bad word. <laughs> Yeah. Great. But like honest honestly though, like I really want to because I just today I had um I had a conversation with a couple of my friends. Uh we talked about social like you're in the Discord with those friends. 
Okay, okay. And I sh- I should really should hang out in this this Discord more. It's just the other no, ones I'm I, most I haven't I haven't talked to any of them besides you. Yeah, I'm sorry they kept interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like we had a we had a, a talk about communism, about uh, monarchical, uh, about uh, uh, constitutionally. Uh, monarchical societies and mono- a constitutional monarch of Spain who had a comeuppance for something he did. He did like he passed a law where the monarch is able to be arrested for crimes that they commit, but he himself committed a crime, which meant that he, <laughs> in passing this law, yeah. he screwed himself over <laughs> by accident. <laughs> and we talked like a lot of different stuff, and it was really interesting. Mm. And I know for a fact that other people will find it interesting as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, why is nobody getting this? Yeah. Why is nobody like recording this constantly, secretly, and Not just like there. putting shit out there? We just we should just ethically Craig in there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like now recording. <laughs> so like what did you say alex nothing nothing i i said nothing carry on who's craig oh he's my cousin uh... he's just listening in <laughs> no well i most of the time i couldn't keep up with the conversation uh my, yeah that's my um... vocabulary is extremely limited i realized as of late yeah <laughs> yeah some of the uh, so, some of these guys like um, so most of them I came up with and I knew them from college and like we came up together mm. but obviously as we've diverged into different avenues and different degrees uh, a lot of them talk about oh this thing or like this societal structure or um, yeah they've got this ob- this book yeah. and, and it's stuff you've never heard of so like Google is really your friend Actually, that's not true. DuckDuckGo is your friend. Yeah. Google is stealing your data. Yeah, my, my brother <laughs> uses DuckDuckGo as well. I, I, the more I, I hear about your brother, the more I like him. The more you want to talk to him. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. But no, no, buddy. I, I like talking to you too. Oh, okay, okay. I see how it is, Alex. I'm just an avenue to get to my brother. <laughs> uh. No, You're no, me, Alex. <laughs> yeah, but no, this is over. I'm done. This is over. I'm You're done. done. When hi guys, thanks for listening. To <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you next week with a more interesting guest. And <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> Let me grab some water. I started. Th- I, I started thinking about um, performative actions and stuff like that. Oh yeah, because I, uh, I mentioned like, it previously. Or what? Yes, that is why I started thinking about it. Mm. And uh, so, like, it's on the wall currently, like as a poster note, and it's one of the only things that I've uh, got one thing underneath. Yeah. Uh, like, like I've mentioned before that I've got like rules that I set for myself, and I write them down to make sure, like, oh, I abide by my uh, by my own rules. And like, yeah. some of them are like, tell the truth to the best of your ability. Yeah, it's it's morals. Yeah, it's I like they're, they're, 
exactly they're morals for for me mm. and like i started thinking about performative things and performative actions so like giving food to a homeless person yeah i saw this on instagram uh oh a woman and her boyfriend gave this food to a homeless person on a plate, gave them a drink, uh, something to drink, and they recorded it. And underneath, it said, someone commented, the moment you press record, it undid all yeah. the potential good that you're about to. Yeah. And I started thinking, it's like, well, yes and no. Hmm. Yes, it undid some of the good, but it didn't undo all of the good. The Let's there was somewhat of an intention. Still fed for the evening. Huh? Yeah. yeah, there was a positive intention there, but then there was also a little bit of like, oh, I can get extra value to myself by doing this extra thing. Yeah, like having these convert and in a way, this podcast is performative. Mm. Like I'm going to be having this podcast, uh, these conversations anyway. But, but because you are, you might as well be recording them. Yeah, it I makes, might as well it, be able to. It like, makes me think of those those bursaries again, where they 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 give you money so that they don't have to pay tax on it. You know, like yeah. In a way, that is performative. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're doing this, or like we're doing this really big thing, and. It, uh, like in the Bible, um, there's this anecdote that Jesus gives where people are giving a lots of lots of money to uh, this charity box, and then this woman gives two pieces of small value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's her total. It's everything she has. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it. Yeah, like it went into her food bill, and it's like oh, she wouldn't be able to eat, but she still gave. Yeah. Which is like a bad fucking plan long term. It's like, don't starve to death to be charitable, but because then you're the person who needs charity. Yeah. But the the meaning is still there. It's like give off meaningfully, and things that you do shouldn't really be for the purpose of reformativity. Yeah. And so, like, I'm I'm playing around with a rule, a rule, and I'm like, the wording I've not got perfectly. Like, I, I need to rephrase it a few more times to like figure it out. But it's like actions which are in part or in full performative should be examined along multiple value systems to determine the overall value beyond performativity. Yeah. It's like, is the only reason, and that basically translates to, is the only reason why you're doing something is because it has a performative value? Or is the net value of everything minus the performative value greater than the performative value itself okay yeah so that way like you're doing more good than just performing mm. yeah man. So, like yeah it's not very clear and that's no. why like i need to rephrase yeah, no, no, no. it but i but i understand i understand the concept 100 percent. yeah it's yeah. i've never thought of it actually it's like um See, this is why you need post-its. Yeah, this is why I need post-its. Any vague thoughts you have in your mind. Slap like, it on the wall. Yeah, just slap. It's literally in the background of the video. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I, uh, I don't it. record. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, why aren't you recording the video, Alex? Where's the performative well, action? 
Where is the <laughs> um, well actually what I when when I'm doing this like in real life, like I'm still gonna be doing the Discord sort of thing. Mm. But when I'm doing this in real life, I'm gonna buy like a um a camera which can record video and a shotgun mic. And like I'm gonna like I've already looked into some different audio interfaces and I've ordered a few online which I'd be able to take with me. Yeah, because ten 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 listeners is a stable uh is a stable uh... Yeah. <laughs> That all, all of those ten listeners, kings and queens, every single one of them. <laughs> you guys are beautiful in the soul <laughs> of your feet. Is that how we find out you got foot fetishes? Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's not really a problem we're, until we're, it is. We're a problem. divulging a lot of my secrets here, aren't we? Oh, yeah, you know, neurologically. Like, I found out the reason, I, I was, like, curious why do foot fetishes exist. Mm. And I found out that it's because the part of your brain that processes sexual arousal mm. and the part of your brain that processes feet are next to each other. And sometimes uh. signals misfire, causing you to be sexually aroused when you see feet. Which then caused me to ask, uh, ask the most important question that I did during that day. Why is there a part of your brain dedicated to identifying feet? For sexual purposes. <laughs> Clearly. Like, how important are feet? They just look like shit hands. <laughs> they do look like shit hands. <laughs> yeah, like, while God was... Dr God took his long... It was like... It's like the game. Yeah, he the spent the bulk of his time just drawing everything out. <laughs> and then, like, he, he drew the top half beautifully. Oh, yeah, I've got this motion and articulating. And then he, he drew the outline okay, okay, of the I legs. To, I have to be honest. And then, he, like, he just rushed it with the genitals and the feet. <laughs> it's like, ah! And, and like, he made some mistakes, but he got lost as a razor, so he scribbled over, and that's where pubes come from. <laughs> and... <laughs> He completely ignored uh, the female genital system. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, it's like, oh, what? I've drawn a penis. Uh, what am I going to do? And then just like this little, like God's got his own little angel and demon on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the, uh, and the angel said, well, all things are beautiful in their own way. And the demon says, all things are beautiful in their own way. And then the angel went, but we're lazy, so you should probably just draw a slit. <laughs> Don't worry, the engineers will wow, figure it out. This took a turn for the worst. <laughs> what the, devil? Well, the little demon on his shoulder was like, ah, fuck it. Leave it. Oh. You've, you've done the courtesy of making them. I Why do you need to do anything else? I meant the conversation took a turn for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> You're not religious, are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I am actually. Uh, what denomination? We've gone over this, haven't we? Yeah, we have, we have. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, what denomination are you? Protestant. Protestant? Yeah, it's more. All pro Protestant is so broad. Um, it's charismatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you laughing at me? 
No, I've just never heard like a religion so described with a simile. Not a simile, but it's like ad- adjectives which are like that. Like no, well, they, you never think of. They they actually call it uh, charismatic, uh, because yeah, because I know what more, you mean, but I've like, yeah. never heard it like that. Yeah, it's just uh, it's more of a a community thing, like. You'd, yeah. it's really really cool though. So you'd go to church and um, churches would uh, have meals ready, so you can buy meals and you can sit at the church and eat with uh, your your friends because usually all your friends go to church as well. You just sit around the table and it's you a community thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have you have dinner all. Oh, I used to go to evening church, so um, so you have dinner together or. Um, but but ch- the church also has like so many events um, hmm. that you end up volunteering at some of them, and it's re- it's really a great time because uh, you're a volunteer, you don't get paid, so they can't complain about your work ethic. So most of the time, you're just socializing, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, that sounds fun. How do you reconcile that though? Because, like, uh, during conversations we've talked about, and you say, and you've said to me, yeah, I've, I've got socialist tendencies, but mm. Marxism, in, uh, as a c- core of its doctrine, ignore, like, rejects deities and rele- rejects religion. How um, do you reconcile that? Well, uh, I mean, um, I don't well when I'm when I say I'm socialist I don't I don't mean like uh, I'm a marxist you know I'm I I more I think about it as uh I like equality so everybody should be treated equally and everybody should be um no, no matter the denomination or religion or race race creed, or anything gender yeah, yeah. um so essentially, you're saying you have a dream that one day is on the hills of Georgia, the country, <laughs> little black, <laughs> black and white, but boys and girls will be able to run and play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Idealist, of... idealist. Yeah. And judged on the basis of their character. There we go. <laughs> but don't. And I and I I know that you're the idea of equality is, is strong with this one, like the falls. Yeah. But isn't socialism have a tendency to be instead of equality, equity based, equality of outcome as opposed to equality of opportunity? Yeah. Um. I realized, Alex, it's less about. Um. It's less about making sure every, everybody's equal. It's more about um, like understanding you won't be able to manage. Uh, and manage what? Manage everything to keep it equal. You won't be able to. Um, like I get some sometimes I get upset because my uh, flatmate um, here he. 
he ends up washing the dishes once a week and I do it like three or four times. Right? Okay. Um, and I'm like, I, I try not to get upset, but sometimes it upsets me because it feels like I'm doing all the work, right? Have you talked to him about it? Uh, I've, yeah, I've told him. I've told him before, but long ago, like before, before the whole COVID thing here. And Maybe bring it up again. Then. <laughs> no, like, but because our values are different, because we see things differently, um, he's he's only a child, so he and they had a a, a a help at home, which used to do everything. Like, I, I, he's he's more likely not to do it. Yeah, he's more likely not to do it. Um, so, uh, in my mind, I don't go, oh, well, you need to wash it as many times as I wash it. I go, I understand that who you are isn't necessarily someone who is capable of washing dishes. <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh... You not got hands or something? <laughs> No, I mean, because honestly, I, you could you could just use the shit hands that are next to your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need, you don't need much articulation to grab a sponge. No, what I mean, like, is uh, when I won't be mad at him for not washing the dishes, um, because he isn't equipped or. Um, and that's where the equality things come in, you know, like you can't ex expect uh, the same things. Yeah, you, you can't expect everyone to be the same. Yeah, you can't expect everyone to be right? but you want them to be, wow, geez. I've, if, if I had post-its, this problem would have been solved already. <laughs> well, there's a deep contemplation, man. <laughs> well there's a there's an idea that Kant had um he's a philosopher mm. and he essentially he said that you sh yourself should operate in a way that if it is a universal the society should can still function yeah and in a, in a way this is uh, it's portrayed in the bible uh Treat others the way you wish to be treated. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, while this is, yes, an ideal, and we should all strive for this, we also have to take into account that anger is a scalar. It's mm. not a vector. Now, a scalar is um, a measurement which... Uh, which grows or shrinks, right? The so decreases, yeah. It increases or decreases. It, it has no direction. Mm. A vector is something with direction and magnitude. Hey. So a, a vector is... This yeah, me. <laughs> a vector, a vector, a vector. Is, like a, is like a scalar, but directed at something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So if the scalar is... Um, I am moving at... I'm my speed is 25 meters per second. Hmm. 
um, acceleration would be a vector because you have to it's pick a direction. And yeah. yeah, but you have to pick a direction. Yeah. So if I, I'm saying I am moving at minus 25 meters per second. That means I'm moving in the opposite direction of that of chosen. Yeah. Or if I'm saying I'm moving 25 meters per second, I'm moving in that direction yeah. at that per second per second because acceleration is increasing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The it, it's mapping change, but yeah, anger isn't a vector. It's not directed at something until it is. The our, yeah. our voice is directed at something. All right, and a, a voice which is, but anger within us builds or shrinks over the day, so it's yeah. like, it's like the straw breaks the camel's back. If someone keeps poking you, and and poking you, and it annoys you, yeah, you can hold something. It may be someone else. They like cut you off in traffic, or someone says a snuck to you. Yeah, you're already up. a certain amount of angry. Yeah, let's but that one you over the top, and then you snap. And it's like if exactly, and it's like if your flatmate is doing things which are is building resentment in you, that's actively decreasing mm -hmm. the value of your life overall, because you increase chances of you snapping at someone yeah. who doesn't deserve to be snapped at, which could break a relationship in your life it could cause you to lose a girlfriend a friend well, upset your family i've i've actually any of those numbers uh, not to pat myself on the back i've actually and this is actually something i wanted to talk about this is the thing i wanted to talk about it's, oh was it, it okay was, it's, it's called breaking the mold exceeding expectations breaking the mold what's breaking the mold? exceeding expectations or changing the way people see things it sounds like a book yeah, have you known books that like are, are in but like you can tell if a book was written by some uh, is fiction or non-fiction, yeah, yeah. and it was written by someone who has a qualification <laughs> if the title yeah. has an implied comma. It's like breaking the mold, and then you uh, line yeah, yeah. in or implied comma, and then has a subtitle or um. Twelve reasons why, <laughs> and then you know, oh, this place is not qualified. <laughs> You've got uh, but um, it's like, oh yes, oh I see. Okay. Uh, recently, um, I have been able to increase my threshold for um for my for my anger, right? So. Uh, I'd get anger, okay. angry less often. I don't know if I'm decreasing my threshold or if I'm just decreasing my anger. You're... Yeah, yeah. You're increasing decide... the resistance to it, I think. You've either increased mm. your threshold so what I do or you've decreased the amount I of things that bother you. About anything, I'd say, this is not... I don't need to complain about. I tell myself. Or I tell the person that I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. I'll tell, tell them. Um, actually, I don't need to talk about this. Let's not talk about this. 
because if I if I'm going to talk about this, it's going to annoy me more, and then I'm just the buildup's just going to increase, you know. Wouldn't well, that be mean? offsetting the buildup? So, like, you're avoid you're avoiding the conf. So, like, yes, there are some things that you can avoid, which uh, can make you. Mm. Uh, I mean, what you're what you're saying, it's good, right? But certain uh, some things you can avoid to stop you from getting angry or like having to deal uh, deal or adding something on that you have to deal with. Yeah, but some things you have to deal with anyway and off-putting it no, just no, makes it uh, build um, up as a problem i think um like if, okay if i'm in that situation right it's still a noise um and then whenever i think about it again and i run through it and think about how annoying it was it builds up it becomes more annoying because I'm concentrating on I'm, I'm that's the thing I'm focusing on. Yeah. If I don't focus on it, then it, yeah, it, it, it sounds like I'm just like uh, putting away my feelings, but that's not what's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm actively I, deciding. I, I think I know to, what you're talking about. To be um, positive about it and see good in it. Do you know why oh, human well, beings remember things? I, I guess I guess you're gonna tell me. <laughs> a lot of people is. <laughs> no, you me, I, I am clear, me. unless no, you don't no. want me to. I was just joking. Do you not want me to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think uh, human beings remember things mm. is so that they know the past. That's not why. If you think about it biologically, the reason yeah. there's no reason to know the past. The past is in the past. The only reason biologically, uh, like from a survival standpoint, that you would remember things is that so that you can build a survival strategy for the future. Yeah, yeah. Like you close your eyes right now. Okay, okay. Fine. And you imagine, and you imagine me. Now imagine, dabbing. imagine me dabbing. You you can do it, right? You can imagine you've got a you've got yeah. idea in your mind of what I look like, and you've got an idea of my in your mind of what dabbing looks like, and you oh you've never seen me dab. dab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got an idea of yeah. what that would look like. Okay. You can imagine me dabbing. So you've merged those two it ideas exactly, together. It looks exactly. Now you also have an idea. <laughs> yeah, man. It looks exactly like that. If you guys are listening, I was da I was dabbing while he had his eyes closed. Apparently, <laughs> he got it exactly right. And that's the, the human yeah. mind is amazing. You've got not only got sight to see danger, you've got meta sight. You can see the potential danger. Because you have an idea in your mind of what a snake looks like, and what a tiger looks like, and what those things like look like, and those things are dangerous. But you have a meta, uh, but and you know how to deal with those things individually. But what happened over time is we developed a strategy to deal with the category dangerous. Mm. And once we uh, uh, had a cat a category for dangerous, we had a strategy to deal with dangerous things. 
which mostly is running away and hitting it with sticks. <laughs> but we can deal with those problems. Yeah. Now, the, if we remember things in the past and we still have an emotional reaction to it, psychologically, it's because we haven't analyzed it causally. What caused us to be in that situation? Yeah. So that we could, and the reason, so that our subconscious brain or our conscious brain because we don't examine it causally, we can't come up with a reason how to avoid that situation in the yeah. future. You don't... Uh, so, like, for example, a sexual assault victim. And people say, uh, say oftentimes this is victim. Can, can we, can, can we use the dishes example so I can apply it? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if your dishes were sexually assaulted. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> 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 but, uh, <laughs> yeah, the fork was rubbing all up on the spoon. <laughs> the plate, the plates were spooning in the sink. Uh, got... <laughs> ah, and the and the knife <laughs> and the knife fell in the water, so it didn't even see anything. <laughs> but there was but there was foam everywhere by the end of it. But everything was okay. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. But it, so in the past, I myself have been sexually assaulted a few times, mm. and it took me a long time to be comfortable yeah. talking about it, uh, especially with friends and even in family. I don't really talk about it too much. But after talking about it, I kind of started thinking about it, like. Why did I get in that situation? What caused me to, what led me down a road where I was at that point where I could be actually assaulted or there was a misunderstanding or whatever yeah. happened? What caused me to be there? And because I analyzed that, what steps happened that caused me to lead to that point? I understood how I could avoid it in the future. Mm. And it's happened a few times. Uh, it happened a few times during my life, but since I operated that exercise, it's not happened. Yeah. I've not been sexually assaulted since, but it, I've, if I have, if I am in the future, I will adjust my plan to accommodate the new data that I have so that I have an idea in my mind of people who could sexually assault me. Or who are going to do this thing, and what are the uh, what are the signals that this mm. is going to happen, so that I can act appropriately? And now, you when I think right back to, to avoid the what happened, when I remember it, I don't have an emotional reaction. Mm. I don't have a panic because I understand what happened. And if people who are rape victims and or sexual assault victims who do this, I highly recommend this exercise. Writing it down can help in like what happened chronologically in the order, and then figuring out what led to that. It it's helped me. I recommend it. It will help you. But in a larger extent, it works for everything. Yeah, yeah. That's... If you're late to a job, if you're late to work, it's because you took a series of steps or decisions which led you to be late to work. For the dish to wrote back to the dishes example, mm. this guy doesn't do the dishes because, and you told me this, 
right? And psych and subconsciously, we all know how to tell stories and tell examples to allow other people to build these narratives yeah, yeah. and build these ideas to help us come up with strategies. So instantly when you told me, it's like, yeah, my family doesn't do the dishes. I said, it's like, why? What's what's wrong with him? It's like, does he not have hands? <laughs> that And that one went out yeah, the window. Yeah. It's like, because, oh, that, that was a silly one. It's not that. But you automatically went like, he came from a home of privilege, uh, of privilege where he was only child. He never had to do it. He had help. So he, he doesn't that. And so like you've justified it. It's like, it's not reasonable to expect that this person is going to yeah. do that. And so like you've justified yourself in saying, I don't, because you seem to me as someone who does not like confrontation. You don't like being in someone's way in a major sense or like you don't want uh, you don't like people being upset at you or you don't like the idea that people yell at each other is that would um, you say that's accurate like yeah i i uh when in a non-angered state of mind i'd yeah i'd i'd try to go out of my way to be polite and help people but don't get me wrong man mm. no. i can hold up a debate <laughs> If you're pushed, you're pushed. Yeah, I I get it completely, man. Yeah, and and that's like um, it's trait agreeableness. You don't want to hurt. You wanna don't want to get into confrontations because there are potential losses which could happen. Mm. And it's like the opposite of trait disagreeableness, where like you don't care if bad things happen so long as uh, so long as the confrontation is resolved. Yeah. Now, trait agreeableness correlates directly to child rearing, and it's why it's common in women. So you, yeah, we, I can we've talked like about I can tell, well. you would be a good part. You, we yeah. have talked about this a bit, but like you would be like a good parent because you're trait agreeable. You try to avoid conflict, and you look after, and you would want to look after children, and that displays slightly in how you're a conservationist. You care about animals. You want to maintain the uh, the systems which provide for them, and you want to help the animals out. It's a yeah. good thing. Well, the animals help out, out you know? but because of that, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a good thing. But because of that tendency within yourself, you're less likely to pick up for yourself. Mm. You're more likely to sacrifice for yourself uh, for other people because you justify it. And I do this too. I can handle the load. I can just deal with it. You almost make it sound like it's a bad thing. (laughs) It's it's like anything. Taken to an extreme, it is a bad thing. Eggs are pretty good. But if you eat too many of them... You are gonna fart. You're gonna fart. We've a talked lot. about this as well. <laughs> yeah, we? when you made the no, <laughs> when you made the Legend of Korra post, and uh, with all the villains of each uh, of each season, yeah. yeah, and they're basically just the extremes of good things. Yeah, we never got to talk. See this? If you guys, um, <laughs> we keep saying that. Yeah, we talked about this because we have loads of conversations off of air. Like the first time we talked, we talked for like five straight. hours, just straight. We weren't recording. And it was just like we talked about so we much. Recording. And we didn't record it. And that's the we have to record every conversation yeah, now. Otherwise, this is just going to keep happening. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Next, like if it's a. 
if it's a one-on-one conversation, I think like let's record it. But if like other people are involved, let's just like leave yeah, yeah, it yeah, because man. good idea, good idea. Yeah, because I know you're okay with recording and you're fine with everything else. But like unless it's an already we've already gotten a guest in, it's hard to yeah justify recording yeah. it to them. But yeah, like taken to the extreme, it <clears throat> disagreeableness can put you at a disadvantage. But if you if you're agreeable, people like you. If you're disagreeable, people don't like you. But if you fight for uh, for if you you're disagreeable with a purpose, people will respect that. Yeah. You're being you're disagreeing with me for that purpose. If you if you're agreeable for a purpose, people agree uh, people respect that to agree. You're you agree with me because you want to achieve this, because you want to achieve that. That's fine. But the problem comes when you're when you take it to an extreme. If you're overly disagreeable, you're more likely to go to prison because you're more likely to fight people and kill or do violent things. Yeah. If you're overly agreeable, you're more likely to be walked over. You're statistically likely to be to earn less because you're less likely to fight for promotion. Yeah. Yeah. And from what the sounds of it, you're more likely to end up having to do the dishes. Mm. <laughs> I th- I think you do need to confront this guy. It's like it's not, f- uh, and you're just like, don't no, don't well, approach well, it Alex, like confrontation. The, the hmm? th- think about it, right? Um, where I'm working at the moment, my mentors actually this links back to breaking the mold. Um, my mentors actually doing a lot of effort with me. Because okay. I'm, because I'm putting in so much effort, and not it's not just dishes. Um, I always <laughs> ask, I always ask, can I help with something else? Uh, I'm here. Mm. Um, nice man. Like I, I saw these buildings are still mm. today. I saw the buildings were still open where uh, where the students were staying. I was like, uh, let me go lock them up and and clean them out a bit. You know, close the windows and and whatnot. And then yeah. it's because I'm, uh, I won't say because I'm being agreeable. I'm just, I'm just making work for myself, but because I'm, I'm enthusiastic and, and willing. I would say it's both. Yeah. You're both enthusiastic and because you want to, uh, this person to like you in a sense. Yeah. I don't... But it's like, it's agreeableness for a goal. And the yeah. goal is progression. Um, so my mentor is actually doing like a lot of effort for me as well. Like he's, um, he's for, cause I need a bursary for next year to continue studying. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, um, but I want to go into education so I can link nature conservation and education so I can make environmental education. <laughs> nice man. The fusion thing. Have you talked to your about this? Have you told him that this is what you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've told him this is what I want. And he even said, well, I'm, I'm a natural teacher. I'm, I'm a natural, you know. So because we, we do school camps here as well. So I'm like, I'm like super pumped about it. I'm so happy for my future. And sometimes it's a bit, you, bud. Sometimes it's a bit stressful because it's like, you know, you don't know what's next. But um, honestly, 
I'm I'm so I'm so excited for what's ahead. Um so I'll see you on uh, nature magazine soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ch- <laughs> changing nature and education at the same time. Daniel Venter, he invented a new ty- uh, kind of caribou <laughs> which is more efficient than the previous kinds of caribou <laughs> and now it shits out grain. <laughs> Well, Stick we don't really do starving that. children. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really do that kind of stuff in nature conservation. And then the sub, it's like that's the title, then the subtitle, also they juggle. <laughs> Juggling grain shitting caribou. It's an impressive skill. It takes hand eye coordination, and I, it's a skill I don't have. And I, it's one of the greatest regrets of my life. I never learned to juggle. Yeah. Um. So, I think because I'm enthusiastic and willing to work, um, my superiors can see that. And then they get enthusiastic about me and want to invest in me. Um, yes. Yeah. And eventually, I've, I've become an asset to them. Um, I agree, yes. Yeah. And... But... But... He's, your flatmate still needs to do the dishes. Well, no. <laughs> Think about it. He right? doesn't. How? If he doesn't do the dishes, right, he's not willing to work. If he's not willing mm-hmm. to work, um, that's his, his own choice, right? One day, when, yeah. when, he, when he goes into his job, uh, into the industry that he so, so desperately wants to be in he's going to realize it's not what he thought it was and he's going to need to work and he's going to go but i don't really want to do this i thought i wanted to do this but i don't want to do this and he'll it's not my it's not my responsibility to teach him work ethic it's something it's something he needs to learn by himself um i won't be even it doesn't matter how much i talk to him i will also not be able to teaching anything. it has to come from him he has I think, to decide no, the way hmm. he has to decide that well I... actually i think this is what i'm doing is a, a negative thing like if if i try to help him if i try to tell him it's it's just conflict man there's no there's no progression there's no positivity from it so there's no use I'm not his parent. I'm not responsible to teach him anything. If I if I want clean dishes, I'll wash the dishes and I'll I'll have food. You know, I'm, I don't mind doing a little bit of extra work just so that someone can learn something one day. You know, and realize, well, what I actually had was great. You know, I th- I think it's a question of scope. Hmm. So, yes, it, uh, everything you're saying is true. But what is also true is that <clears throat> society profits from exploiting the maximum amount of competency and efficiency as possible. And every business and every charity also does. So, if you think about if you think about it in a different way, right? So mm. 
there's three ways you can think about it. you've uh, de- demonstrated one the individual level where it's like it's not my job um i i'm looking out for me i need to make sure that i'm doing well and that i and that the people who are above me notice that i'm doing well and they notice that my my achievements then there's the way to look at it as as the group where it's like i'm in the same team as him this guy is slacking which means that the t- uh, he's the weakest link in the team teams are if he does yeah. yeah if he does better our team does better the entire team as a result be- does better so you don't think of it as an investment in him you think of it as an investment as the team that you're part of and then there's the wider uh, the wider way of looking at it sorry um uh, and part of uh, him being part of the team and you taking responsibility for him the supervisors will notice this notice that you're building value and that's a leadership uh, that's a leadership yeah, quality that is which builds which loops back around to the individual so like the if you think about it being a team player is also focusing on the individual but it's doing it about it in a more indirect way. Yeah. Because if someone solely focuses on the individual, it's deemed as selfish. If someone focuses on the individual as a team, as part of a team, that's deemed as a team member mm. or a team leader. If you yeah. if you say if you talk uh, and then you look in the wider scope, it's like where you are all facing the same goal. You're looking in the same direction. And and you're all in a boat, and you're all rowing. You'll get to that place a lot faster if every single person in the boat is rowing, is at, the same pace. rowing at the same at at, at the same pace, mm. but also is exerting the same amount of force. Yeah. Because if one side of the boat is exerting more force than the other side of the boat. You'll end up you end up shifting circle. away from the direction that you're you're actually going into. Yeah. Jeepers, Alex, that's uh, that's really I really I really need post-its. <laughs> I need to reassess. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, but that, that's the thing. Like, what happened is, uh, I took out I took the easy route. You know, okay. Well, I don't have to get them. I don't, I'm not going to get blamed. It's, it's not even it's not even the easy easy route. It's it's hard to do to deal with all yeah. the dishes. The easiest thing would be to protest, to complain. But you actually did something. Mm. But you're focusing on the individual. It's not it's not that you're taking the easy route. It's not a problem of that. It's not a problem of your work work ethic. Yeah. It's it's a problem of scope. You're you're dealing with uh, the problem short term. As opposed to dealing with it long term, yeah. You're like the only like you're doing everything right. The only and the skills you've got and the and the logic you've got is right. The only thing that you need to do is like I did, step back from the problem, and see the hexagon, see, see it wider, see the hexagon, <laughs> see the hexagons, build the grid yeah. together until it's uh, all it's all together as opposed to an individual component. Mm. It's and like if you think about it, like 
the if you gain a skill by teaching this guy how to be competent, yeah, you can also when you move up further, you can also then teach other people to be competent. Value, man. Because one of the best ways to learn something is to figure out how to teach it. Yeah. That's good. Really I know that no. sounds. I know no, that sounds no, no, stupid, no, that but sounds, like you end up asking yourself. That sounds questions. really, really. No, that sounds good, man. That's really, really in, uh, educational to me. And <laughs> uh, one thing that so um, people people say um, the best way to learn how to do something is to teach yeah. it, and this li and this is often taught uh, said by. Uh, teaching assistants in universities who have to teach it something that they learned previously to someone younger. and But if you decode that, they're forced into a situation where they already know this, uh, the stuff by themselves and how to, they know how to do something. But they, have to. But they don't know why yeah. they have to do it. They, in order to teach someone, uh, you have to figure out why you're doing it. And the justification why, and you also have to know it well enough to answer the questions that they will come up with. So ahead of time, you'll be if you learn how to teach something. When you're reading something, you'll uh, you'll there will be a little voice in your head that will develop. Will be like, okay, so the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Why? It's the most annoying question in the world. That's the what? most helpful. Why? Why is it? And then, like, you're forced, like, ah, fuck. Those little, those little shits in those classes younger me are gonna ask me that question, aren't they? So then you find yeah. out how to do it. And you find out why. And I know it sounds weird, but, like, in the process of doing that, talking to yourself sometimes can help. There's this exercise called the rubber ducky exercise. And this is in programming. So if you, when you come across a bug, mm. you'll ask, uh, you're like, I can't figure it out. So then what will happen is you have a conversation with a little rubber ducky, which is on your desk. And this is like anecdotal, okay, it could yeah. be anything. And the rubber ducky looks at you and, I, and you say to the rubber ducky, there's this bug and I can't fix it. It's like, why can't you fix it? Well, it's doing, and it's like, what's wrong? And you're having the duck ask yourself the questions. And then after a while, you'll figure out yeah. what it is. It's like having a second set of eyes on a it's problem, like, but you yourself are the second set. The it's basically the poster. Yeah. So you have a rubber ducky against your wall. Yeah. I don't actually so no, know because the rubber ducky is an anecdote. Yeah. Ah yes, yes, I do have a rubber ducky. His name Hi, is Stephen. Stephen. Hello. What are you doing today, Stephen? <laughs> well, I was uh, invaded in Poland. Um, oh. <laughs> they didn't see me. I planted a bomb. That's nice, Stephen. <laughs> Why, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> I have plans for the world, and the world is not ready. Why is the world not ready? <laughs> Am I the anecdote? Because I'm a duck. <laughs> I'm a duck. <laughs> a bomb planting duck. From and Poland. nobody. <laughs> and they're not ducking ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I think this is the most fun hour and a half I've had talking to you 
That's both a compliment <laughs> and an insult. <laughs> but I think, I think when, when I can, you know, sorry, my, my brain's a bit. So I think when um, I can actually understand the concept and I learn something from it, from it I feel more um, energized or Engaged. rejuvenated by it. Yeah, that's good, yeah, man. That's good. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for making me think about Thank things. You for... <laughs> Otherwise, you, you I just wanna, forget that. You want to hear something? That... Well, that's why we have the recording. Yes. Could listen to it also again. Yes, we can. We can listen back to it. Yeah. And then while you're listening back, you can write down on post-it notes. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's ducks. Um, okay. Ducks. Uh, dishes. <laughs> uh, shit hands. <laughs> and, and you can decode it <laughs> and figure out <laughs> the meaning of the universe. Yeah, which is forty-two. One one problem I've. Which huh? is forty-two. Which is forty-two. Which is forty-two. There's there's these two problems that I uh, that I thought about yesterday. Mm -hmm. I, I still haven't come up with like pro, uh, any like reasonable solution for them. And like one is um, you know the term equity, equality of outcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it means now in a political sense or a socio-political sense. But it's actually a financial term. Okay. It's a, it's a term from like trading finance and equity in that sense would be like the assets that I own. So it's all the money that I have, Plus. all the stocks that I own, all the products that I own and my, any debt that I have. And then th that overall is my equity. Okay. So that's like stuff in trade. And and I can it's, use, and that's a financial. It's just like the, the total but value. How did yeah. that actual value? Yeah, it's no, like no, net worth. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, how did that in the in the proverbial lexicon of like language? How did that turn into equality of outcome? Mm. Like, what was the tr what was the steady transition that happened behind the scenes in someone's mind that was like? Oh, finance, politics. Like, how how, how did that transition happen? Pen pineapple, yeah, apple and, pen. I'm, and I've been writing my, I've been writing my brain around it, and I was, and I'm trying to like figure out what could it be, and I, I don't know. Yeah. It's insane. And like, and the other one is like, I I watched a Steve Harvey episode. Mm. And uh, in it, they asked a couple. They asked a bunch of women, and they asked a bunch of men. So they asked the women, "If you, if your guy is out, and he's he says, oh, 'Oh, I'm out with my friends. We're just drinking and stuff.' And she calls you and like wants to know the details of uh, of everything and like what's happening, who you're with, and stuff like that." The question was posed, like, why do you do that? And the women were giving three options, A, B, and C. Now, A was women just like details. It's how we're built. Mm -hmm. B, 
we don't trust you. C, we want to make sure that we approve of what you're doing. Mm. Now, when asked, all the men guessed like, oh, it's going to be B. It's that they don't trust us. Mm. But when asked, it was 6% A, 23% B, 71% C. The leading reason was we want to make sure that we approve of what you're doing. But when asked further, men couldn't tell what the major difference was between B and C. Yeah. Like it seems very similar. Yeah, I can't tell the difference right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's because that approval is also based around trust, but it isn't. Because like in the question in the in the answer, it's like we want to make sure that we approve of what you're doing. And the make sure part of that is linked to trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it's linked, then that means that there's ninety four percent trust of women of women don't trust men. And that's a conclusion that you can make and you can run with. It's like, oh, ninety four percent of women don't trust men. But that's Oh, only twenty, only twenty-three percent of them. Seventy, the overwhelming majority said we want to make sure that we approve of what you're doing. And the word, the word approval is interesting there, because that means that implies judgment. That they're judging both yeah. what you're doing, who you're doing it with, and what the implications are that you're doing it. Yeah, like if you're if you're out drinking with your friends on a Friday night. That implies one, you have friends. Two, you like drinking. And three, you put your friends first on Friday night. But mm. then if you think about it, it's like, oh, what is the implication of these friends? Who are these people? Yeah. Are they men? Are they women? Do you have a relationship with them? Now, if some of them are women, that's fine. Men and women can be in platonic relationships. Yeah. The question comes is, why doesn't this girl like you enough to ask you out? Or why why aren't you two dating? Is there like an agreement that you two shouldn't date? If so, why? Because yeah. that person is a woman also and that could be comparable to you. And and then like that loops all the way back around to approval. If a woman doesn't have a seal of approval on you who is your friend who knows you well, why should I have a seal of approval on you? Yeah. And I'm trying to like figure out how this happened and how it started. Sure. It'd be so much easier if you could, if, because I know guys who do this and they just like, uh, for every question with regard to women, it's like, oh, they're crazy. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> but those but... are the same people who say that about Hitler. And <laughs> at that time, it's like, Hitler's crazy. Well, he's not really crazy. He does some crazy ass shit, but logically it made sense. Yeah. I can't, oh fuck, I can't say that. I can't. <laughs> logically to him it made sense because he yeah. was a cl- he was like a very cleanly person, and he and he had an association in his mind. Oh, Jews are filthy, and Jews are causing this problem. Uh, so then he's Jews like, no. we've got to get rid of the Jews. Obviously, like if you take that logical step, that makes sense. But the idea, like. 
they're crazy is a misdemeanor because that means they make no sense. They have no logical coherence. You can't track in their logic at all. Yeah. But you can with would, Hitler. That would, that would say that they're insane. And there are people that are, yeah. that are like clinically insane and do things that are crazy. But there are, I mean, Hitler was a brilliant strategist. He was a logical guy. Uh, yeah, he made very tactical military maneuvers, and he was um, despite like one of the first things. Despite this being very immoral, um, he still was able to maintain achieve objectives. Yeah, achieve objectives, maintain a, a. I mean, a... he did believe that magic existed. And that a lord of a book which was similar to Lord of the Rings held the military solutions to uh, winning the war, and so he gave a copy of this book to each of his generals and say, "Find the answer inside these books. <laughs> Do it now." It's like if Legolas was taken <laughs> was a uh, fight with bow and arrows. They will fight them on the beaches with bows and arrows, and then the and then they translate it. It's like, oh yeah, guns and grenades. But the beach is <laughs> where like, we need. They to will go. fly on the eagles to, uh, away from the orcs so that they cannot catch us. And it's like, okay, build an airbase. <laughs> <laughs> German ingenuity, man. German ingenuity. That's where it's, it comes from. Like, Fantasy. What? <laughs> one of the one of the things that the first things he did though, like he instituted roving vans which treated tuberculosis around Germany, which was a big wow. public health thing. I was like, yeah, and I'm like, that's a great fucking idea. Yeah, definitely. That came from a crazy motherfucker who was. The... <laughs> yeah. I can't say crazy now. Shit, yeah. that came from a. Mustache wearing non Charlie Chaplin cosplay, a uh, Charlie Chaplin cosplay guy. Okay, <laughs> that's how we avoid it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like to call him crazy is to discount all all of what he was, yeah. and he was a human being. And to call him crazy is to uh, ignore the fact that we could have someone like that in our time. Mm. All that could happen, all that has to happen is somewhere down the line there has to be a, a misunderstanding. Mm. And then based off that misunderstanding, you run uh, using that logic. Yeah. And then you reach Hitler. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. That, but that's the thing, though. Like, everything... Uh, we've talked about this as well. Everything... Uh, we can just stop saying that. We just need to run with the conversation. <laughs> uh, every... Um, Everything you understand or think you know is based on previous knowledge, right? Yeah. So if you have... And the assumption that that knowledge is true. Exactly. So if you have that misconception and you build on the misconception, it's going to continue to be a misconception all the way. It's like... Uh, like it's all all every all every science is is the assumption that this is how things work it's like math and chemistry and yeah yeah but built into the science is the humility the like the highest achievement that you can have for truth in science is called a theory mm. you have a hypothesis 
and then our hypothesis is tested, and, and then it becomes a um, a higher order hypothesis. I forgot the name of it, but a prevailing hypothesis, and then it's peer reviewed, and then that goes on and goes on, and then it becomes a theory. Like and a theory is something, and that's why you become a philosopher of science. You don't become a yeah, so that's what a PhD is. It's, yeah, it's, a, a, it's a, a science, in the job of science is to figure out what is true. Yeah, a philosopher of science's job is to figure out what do we do next. Yeah, so if you think about it, uh, scientists of today are the philosophers of the past. Well, philosophers of the past hmm. are the scientists of today. In a way, yeah. I mean, Arist Aristotle had, um, no, sorry, Plato had an idea of atoms, where each things are are balls that are mashed together and held together using some odd known force. Yeah. Which, in a way, he was as close as you could go. Yeah. As you could go, like the word According atom we get from him. Our, the knowledge that we currently possess. <laughs> hmm. But like then we're playing around with knowledge and stuff. But yeah, maybe maybe in order to stop like Hitler from coming about and future misconceptions and problems, we have to teach logic in schools at an early age yeah. and give and give kids a scientific toolkit. Because I didn't really have a scientific toolkit until like properly until I reached university. One of the first things that they taught us was uh, a unit called logic and discrete structures which taught us about uh, implication. So like A implies B, B implies C, and then how you map these around and figure it out. Okay. And then, and then we learned automata to figure out like how logic circuits work. And like, oh, so this can connect to this and this can connect to this. And language as a whole is a logic circuit. So you have... Hmm. Um, uh, there's this thing called context-free grammar. So you can have a, a, a list of things in a set called verbs, and then a list of things called nouns, pronouns, and you continue down. And then you move from one state to another, and a, and a structure of a sentence matches these things because there's a, um, a continuation, a feedback loop back round where there's punctuation and there's all these different things where you can have sentence structures which are completed using lo these logic circuits. And then the next yeah. year, we learned this thing called probability and matrices. Where they taught us, like, based off this logic of A implies B and B implies C, based off the probability of A and the probability of B, you can do all these sorts of things where you can calculate these statistics. And you learn this in maths in school, the basics of it. But they don't actually teach yeah. you what it means. They just teach you how to do the maths. Yeah, and it becomes it just becomes a it's obsolete. A chore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't you don't understand the concept. Often often like as I learned this stuff, I, I created like a Google Doc uh for each of them. And I sent and <laughs> like I send these to my uh friends and family who don't have this background. But I end up having discussions with them, so like they have, we have like an understanding of what we're talking about. So if I say, "Oh yeah, it's a, of a subset of this," so um, a set is a list of things, and a subset is of all those lists of things. There's a sub list of things also, right? Yeah. So out of all the list of humans, there's a subset of male. 
right? Okay, okay. okay. And yeah. of the subset of male, there is baby, adult. toddler, oh. tr- uh, yeah. tri- um, prepubescent, teenager, adult, and then senior. And those are subsets of male uh, of male humans. And it, yeah. it, you continue down, and it's like learning these language and how to categorize things in clear and concise ways using maths in a way is a good way to get ready for the future. Like I learned how to, what rhetoric is and what are valid arguments, how arguments from authority don't work and Mm. how they're logically false. If I'm, if I'm a, just because I'm an authority on a subject doesn't mean I'm always right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If the, if the merit, if the academics and the, the points that I put forward stand by, or that you put forward stand on their own, even if I'm an authority, I can't stand against logic that is sound and provable. Yeah. 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 And this came from crazy, crazy woman. <laughs> and Hitler. Hitler was an artist. Hitler was an artist. He was a he makes, wasn't a scientist. If you if Hitler was a scientist, then you could <laughs> then he would learn implication rules, and he wouldn't just run with his assumptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People want to travel back in time and kill the dude. Nah, teach him arithmetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, little van, you need to. It's like remember implication laws. You've got to do this. It's like that about the Jews. They're not implied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if time travel existed. Uh, yeah. What about you, man? Like, uh, do you want to talk about anything? Is like, was, do you have any ideas? Uh, we can t- talk about the amount of hair product I use. That's always an interesting conversation. Why do you use so much hair product? I mean, you I look don't. good, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to talk about that? Oh, the lack no, of hair. I was, I was joking. I was joking. <laughs> I mean, your hair does look good, so it's believable. Oh, uh, well, it's terrible, man. It's you kind of look like a cartoon character from the 90s. Where it's like, they, they went that transition from, uh, from uh, like kind of like a dark-haired He-Man. Like you, oh. you either have like a little bit of hair and a short haircut, and then anime took the extreme and it's like everyone has giant pointy hair. Okay, okay, okay. You've just got like a little yeah. tuft at the top. Like I should, I should, I think I still have a photo somewhere. I should send you a picture of what my hair looked like when I was second year in university. <laughs> <laughs> anime hair, dude. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sorry, water went down the wrong pipe. If you were in an anime, which one would you be? Which like an- type of anime would it be? Oh man, slice of life romance. Ooh, who romance? I see. Who you? Who are you romancing, senpai? would <laughs> probably be a harem as well. Oh, you got a harem. <laughs> You know what? It it's it. You might be right. It might be a fantasy slice of life where animals can talk and turn into people. Oh no, no, that's just gross. I'm Is that why furry. you're a conservationist? I'm, I'm not a furry. I'm you're not, not a furry. furry. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> and that cues us out into our sponsor, Furry Space, the <laughs> website where you, the platform where you can create websites for your furry stuff. Never before has it e been easier to drag and drop uh, pictures of you and your furry friends doing inexplicable things to each other. What's the what's the game everyone does? Everyone gets sponsored. <laughs> it's like Squarespace and Audible and stuff like that. Yeah, but what's the, uh, Dollar what's the Shave game? Club? The get uh, uh, Raid Shadow Legends is the current one. Raid Raid Shadow Legends, yeah. It's a shit game. <laughs> It's no, nah, it's really shit, man. But everyone, so I, I downloaded it. I download it like sometimes I, I've got these YouTubers and I and I really like them as the personality and they seem like nice people. Michael Reeves is an example of this. Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, he's Michael Reeves. Cool, yeah. I like Michael Reeves. Well. Michael Reeves is a, is a little crackhead and you <laughs> fucking love him. It's like. <laughs> He just his persona online is just like I hate ev all of you for <laughs> making me everything. build. <laughs> and like you watch some of his videos, and he did C sharp tutorials, and even then, like you get like little glimpses of it. It's like, oh yeah, it's like, well, guys, this is a variable, and using that variable, magic. <laughs> <laughs> like you kind of get a semblance of what he would become later on and he's got like a few tutorials like that but it's the same sort of persona yeah. and then eventually something happened where he just became jaded and he's like I'm going to build robots to shoot penises <laughs> so I, I and this is the only way I can feel joy in the world <laughs> I showed my dad uh, his video on the surgical robot right uh, oh, that was a great video. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. And my dad, your dad say? my dad's like, it seems like all you need to make content on YouTube is verbal diarrhea. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I remember the first well, time I signed up on YouTube and I heard verbal diarrhea. It it, it was a, it was just like this pure crock of shit, and it was like I remember the words were like. Baby, 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 oh! <laughs> yeah. I wonder what happened to that kid. I, I when my dad said it at first, I thought like, oh, uh, he meant like, oh, you just need to swear a lot. But what he meant is like, you just need to talk fast and say funny shit. Uh, yeah, but there's a skill to that though. Yeah, yeah, no, there is definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, like there's like. Like Michael's got charisma. Yeah, yeah, and he's been doing it for a long time, so he's got to practice. Yeah, and it's like, and you kind of have to respect him a little bit because yeah. he stands up for part of what he believes in. He's like, "Fuck you! It's my channel." Yeah, <laughs> it's like because he he does all of that and he stands up. Like I I like to be there. A little bit of a personality. Mm. So, you, if you know like, Michael, then you probably know offline TV, right? Dan, you, you cut out. I can't hear. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, you cut out a little bit as well. Stop. Yeah, uh, stop sorry. Uh, what are you saying? Something about 
knowing Michael? Uh, you know Michael, so you probably know Offline TV. I do know Offline TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched the, the snippets of their podcasts. But, uh, honestly, uh. they talk about nonsense, man. It's like, yeah. what? Have you heard the Misfits podcast? It's so much better. I've heard of it. I haven't You've, listened to it. It's um, Swagger Souls uh, and Fitz and a bunch and a bunch of their friends, but those are like the most famous ones. And they're just oh. like a bunch of friends who play CS:GO together and play gaming tutorials together. And they're very okay. unapologetic, and they say, and they say whatever they want. Mm. And because of that, people are like, "Okay, this is authentic. Let's go for it." Yeah, yeah. It it's fucking it's hilarious. And part of and part of like what I'm trying to do with this podcast and stuff like is like I'm taking like the stuff that I like from different podcasts. Like I like the the one on oneness and the ability to go into long form conversations from Joe Rogan. I like mm. I like the 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 friendship that's shown in Flagrant Two, and how like you're just like yeah, it's like. You don't really uh, uh, cut things just out. Remember, I I don't know any of the, these things. <laughs> um, okay. This is more for the podcast. Um, yeah, the viewers will. The viewers will. And know. the misfit podcast also is just like you don't really apologize for anything, and it's always a genuine thing. Yeah, and I'm try- and I'm trying to like do that here, where it's like this is unscripted. This oh, actually no, uh, yeah, this is super scripted. We're just um, no, we we oh, I've been practicing all week. Yeah, and you're still script. fucking your lines up. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry. Don't uh, apologize just... to me. Apologize to the ten I... people who watch this. <laughs> but I was busy with the tracking cause, and like, I, sorry, guys. I'm I'm messing up my lines. It's it's, it's okay. Beautiful. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> just just say it with emotion. 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 <laughs> Have you been have you been practicing your lines to the duck? Uh sorry, no, sorry, you're in South Africa. Have you been practicing your lines to the platypus? <laughs> That's Australia, isn't it? <laughs> have you, uh, fuck it. Have you been practicing to uh, your lines to the back end of the rhino? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. What's the what's the Australian uh, the the African equivalent of a duck. Of a duck? We've got yeah. ducks, man. So a duck, okay. We have ducks. <laughs> we simply have ducks. <laughs> Imagine a, a European duck and an African duck meeting each other. Oh, uh, well... You know what? Let, let's do this. Let, a South African thing. duck and a, and a European duck meet each other. Okay. Okay. So you introduce yourself. Uh, wait a minute. Hello. Um, I'm Gregory. Hello, Gregory. I'm um, I'm Charles. How are you doing? I'm good. Well, I'm good. I I like paddling on the water sometimes. I I like I simply like that too, and 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 when they feed you bread, do, do they have that thing uh, that bread, bread where you come from? Bread, bread, feed. yes. It, what feed? Feed, bread? yes, yes. 
I don't get fed. You don't get fed? No, I... What? what what's, I what turned into a British duck. You don't get fed where you... you no. the, the society that you live in doesn't have such excess that they... I guess. That they I feed bread so. to birds? They, they don't have no. that? Oh, no, God. They don't uh, have food in there often at all. Oh, God. If they do, well, they come to fish. Really? Oh, man. Well, you, you know what? I don't know why they feed the fish. You feed... They feed fish. And then the, they pull the fish out of the water for some reason. Well, do you eat the fish? I don't eat fish. No. You don't. What do ducks eat where you live? Oh, I just eat microorganisms in the water. You eat my. That's not very filling, is it? Well, I, I filter feed all day. If, what else am I going to do with my time? I, I don't know. I mean, wait. So you're telling me that you don't do anything all day? I just pedal around and feed. You're just doing. You're just doing your own things. And uh, do, do you have any neighbors or anything like that that you well, do, that you trade my, with? Any allies stuff like that? Me, me and my me and my partner we breed when the season's right. Dirty duck. Mm. Oh, da, yeah, dirty duck. Oh, I bet you're paddling all about that, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you don't have any allies or anything like that. Any other duck colonies that you know about? Surely, when you migrate, you you, you talk to other ducks, don't you? Uh, yes, but we don't uh, we don't migrate far. You don't mark. You don't migrate. <gasps> okay, so oh. so no one really has been to where you live, and no one really knows where you are. Well, well, I'm the kind of duck that stays. They are migratory. Oh, really? Migrate. We're migratory, so we see all sorts of ducks. Um, you know what? I I think I might come down to where you live. It sounds rather nice to oh, colonize. Yes. Uh, I mean, you have no allies. You have no, you don't travel that far. <laughs> uh, you've got an untapped market of fish <laughs> which you don't eat, and you guys are fine just feeding off microorganisms. I, I, I think it's it's a perfect idea, don't you? Don't you, George the Second? Yeah. Oh, well, yes, I do. I think we should colonize them. It's like, hey, yes, we'll, we'll see you soon. It's quack, so quack, motherfucker. <laughs> How did we end up doing this? <laughs> and my duck was so British. I know, as the territory was about to be. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Why was the duck British? I don't know. Why was your... I just, you I didn't even have to do accent. an accent. I like I could have just I've got like an international accent. So my, I had my, to put one on, but you just had to talk. My 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 accent isn't that South African, but fair enough. Yeah, some people tell me, where are you from? Are you from USA or something? I'm like, no. People say the same thing when they see me. They're just like, what are you? USA? And it I doesn't help when I speak. I get all, all sorts of guesses from all the pl different places. Mm. It's never consistent, though. It's like everyone thinks something else. Yeah, at least you're not from USA, right? Uh-huh. Do you know do you know where Usa? I never met her. <laughs> That's such a bad joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, Usa is uh, 
like USA. So, yeah. so if someone says, oh, I'm from USA, and then you're like, Usa? Where's Usa? Who's you know Usa? what I found out? Never heard better. Uh, recalling you found I found out that Christopher Columbus was an idiot yeah he thought it was India yeah but like <laughs> so like there, there's a claim in America it's like Christopher Columbus he proved that the earth was round no he didn't every single person on the planet knew that the earth was round yeah. What Christopher Columbus did, he he thought the Earth was a lot smaller than everyone else did because he was bad at maths. <laughs> it's like, like, and this is a quote: "It's like, oh, the Earth is pear shaped and has a tit on the top, a plum, a juice. I think the line is succulent titty on the top of it. Like it looked like a literal pear. And so, like, what happened is he put after years he petitioned the." Uh, the king and queen of Spain at the time. He says, like, oh yeah, um, let me let me go come up with a trading route to India. And at the time they were going through their version of a recession because uh trade was primarily done through spices. And if they had a trade route directly to India, which is faster than everyone else, yeah. or uh, the only trade route that because, because yeah. the Cape of Good Hope became too dangerous. Yeah. If they had that they would have like, oh, what? we'd be able to do other things. So they gave him the bare minimum. So instead of giving him a bunch of ships, they give him three ships, which is the bare minimum. <laughs> and so he sails around and he's like, ah, yes, we found India. But he landed in the West Indies, which is called yeah. the West Indies because he thought it was India, which was like Jamaica, oh. Haiti, uh, and those sorts of places. And so oh, he shows, okay. and he shows. I was like, "Oh, I've discovered it," and met <laughs> while seeing people who already live there. And, and then he, he said, he, "Indians, yes, Indians." And what he said is like, ah, "Give us your gold." And he says, "Yeah," uh, and they were like very hospitable, and they're just like, "Yeah, sure, what's gold?" <laughs> <laughs> Which really pissed him off. So he's like, "Ah." Enforce. We needed reinforcement, so he came back with set, with loads and loads of ships, and said, "Oh, we found India. We found the people." Yeah, and he and he just uh, made a profit, just going around the Caribbean, just killing a bunch of people and enslaving them. Yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he never stepped foot on at, on the actual USA. I'm curious. I'm going to Google quickly. There is so. Uh, Where is what? Uh, no, I, I want to know. I'm going to Google quickly. When Christopher Columbus uh, discovered. He was an Italian, hey? Yeah, he was an Italian working for the Spanish. Okay. So he was actually. Napoleon Bonaparte was also Italian, actually. Oh. Yeah, the Emperor of France was from Italy. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't short. He was actually tall for the time. But it was like a propaganda campaign. Yeah, yeah. 
It's like, oh, why, he wants to be that? the. It's like, oh, he wants to be emperor of the. He wants to be um, emperor of France, does he? Ah, oh, compensating for something, isn't he? <laughs> uh, funny. Okay, but so when when did Columbus? Columbus made search. Be... When did Columbus sail the ocean blue? Because the Americans have a rhyme about it. Uh, fourteen thirty nine. Oh no, he, that's when he arrived back in. Uh, when did Columbus return? Uh, s- discover America and fifteen oh six apparently. Fifteen oh six. That doesn't make sense. Am I reading the wrong? No, he died in fifteen oh six. He was born in fourteen one. 1492, I believe. 1492, he discovered the Americas. Columbus left Castile in August and with three ships. And after a stopover in the Canary Islands, made landfall in the Americas, 12 October. Yeah. He didn't land in America, though. Yeah, Americas. Americas is all the... Ah, yeah. South America, too. Yeah, Central America, South America, North America, everywhere. Yeah. America. It's weird how, like, colloquially, when people say America, they mean the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, why? It's, a, it's interesting that they call them the United States for how ununited they are. <laughs> uh, it's, I think it's called the United States because the political group who established the, not the Constitution, but who established the um I don't know if it says in the constitution these United States of America because originally it was um I think 13 colonies which draw together which were like weak as colonies will join together and then become states but then oh, I don't know. Uh, okay I'm lacking in so, American history. No. So, so the, the, the Dutch guy that was the first to arrive here in, or the first European to arrive here in Southern Africa. In modern day uh, New York? Uh, what do you mean? Modern day New York. Uh, the Dutch were the ones who settled New York. Oh, okay, no, I mean South Africa. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. His name was uh, Johan Antonizon van Riebeek. That definitely so sounds was, European. But everyone called him Jan, so we say Jan van Riebeek. Um, cool. But he was Johan. Okay, but... Um, So he actually was here in the Cape for the first time in 1652, I believe, which is a good, good hundred, yeah, good 150 years after Christopher Columbus settled uh, in. In, in, in or first found the Americas, hmm. so 
first they tried to go across the ocean and then hit land and then they were like oh but this isn't the place where they have the space and then they were like we'll, we'll just sail <laughs> we'll just sail around africa it just sounds like the past was people going on boats and bumping into shit <laughs> like the Vikings was like, oh, we'll head this way, and there's like, oh, um, we've discovered Normandy. We've discovered yeah. Normandy. Great. They call it discovery instead of bumping into shit. Yeah, it's more of the fancy way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I discovered this. Yeah, more like, yeah. Oh, we've we've come across this. This is what we've come across. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, everyone on the podcast, I actually discovered Daniel. Uh, yeah. he, was just, he was just a little South African boy when I met him. Yeah. But I've turned him into what he is today. A little South people. African boy with two episodes on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, kid. I'll make you a star. Thank you, Mr. Alex. <laughs> ah, call, call me Jeffrey. Okay, Mr. Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, no. I don't... What? Oh, God. This is fun. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I can, I can tell you. Uh, so some of the students that were here this week are really keen on doing uh, a D&D &D adventure. Are they now? Uh, they are, they are. So okay. they're going to drive through on Fridays from their campus and then we'll, we'll have game sessions here. That's great, man. But uh, the twist is for this campaign, your character has to be in an indigenous animal smaller than one meter. Is this the, is this the um, birds versus mammal campaign that you came up with? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exactly that. For you guys who uh, don't know, that uh, Danny Boy over here is a DM of Homebrew Games. He doesn't even rebuild. Yeah, no, I, I don't even know D and D lore. <laughs> what are you, a fucking homebrewer? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I bet you don't even know <laughs> the truth. I bet you don't even. I bet you're not even wary of the gifts of the traveler, are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. it's it's really cool. So we were during this week in the evenings, we were hanging out a bit, and uh, we started to develop some of them, some of their characters. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's it's really really cool how you can world build from things that already exist. So two of the characters, yeah. Uh, so far, one's a cane rat, which is uh, a kind of rat, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a capybara cross rat. That sounds That's terrifying. It's not actually. It's it's cutesy. It's about you know you know metric right sixty centimeters. Yeah, so two feet for Americans. Yeah, two feet. It's like two feet big, and it weighs like eight kilos. So yeah, like that still sounds terrifying. Yeah, but it's like it's just like a a 
giant hamster with a tail and, and because it's got a it's got a square face <laughs> wait two wait how much is a kilogram and a pound uh let me let me google let me google let me google one you're probably faster well i do type for a living yeah yeah uh two, so in two, there's two there's one pound in 0.45 kilograms. So if you so, think of... So this rat just, is four pounds. And two feet just, wide no, tall. No, no, and no, two feet no, long. No, 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 no. You multiply... You multiply the wrong way. How? So every, every kilogram is 2.2 pounds. Okay. Yeah, so, so four pounds. So if it's eight kilos, it's sixteen pounds. Oh shit! That's a fat oh, rat. Oh god! <laughs> and it's two feet long. And it's two feet long. There are dogs which are smaller than that. <laughs> Yeah. So And you say this thing is cute. Well, it, it's cute when it's eating cabbage. <laughs> At least it and the like blood it. of its enemies. <laughs> well, it's it's uh it's a herbivore, so it doesn't, doesn't eat the Thank God. Oh, Imagine if it wasn't. Thank God. <laughs> Imagine if well, it wasn't. Well they're they're actually pests in in South Africa in Lampopo. Okay, I'm just going to tell you right now, just off the description that you've given me right now, I'm never going to South Africa. (laughs) Like, it might be fun to fly over it. Okay, okay, but get this. 10,000 feet in the air. But if if we're going to meet, you've got to come to me. We can meet somewhere in the middle, (laughs) like Germany or something. But (laughs) Nigeria. Okay, I've got some Nigerian answers on final, but I think Nigeria is worse than South Africa, to be honest. I've been told it's like a GTA map. Yeah, literally, man, literally. <laughs> uh, forget this. So, a cane rat, whenever it's frightened, hmm. it grunts and runs towards water. Oh, it's like it needs to take a shit. So, oh, it's, I'm just imagining a dude so, just run like, oh, I need to take a shit, and he's like, oh, oh, no, oh, move out the way, <laughs> grunting. <laughs> but so this character is gonna be a complete wimp. <laughs> Please tell uh, me the class that he's playing. Um. So. Uh. The scientific name of um, of a cane rat sounds, or the greater cane rat sounds, uh, somewhat um, like uh, conniving, or what's what's the other, isn't another word like it? When you try to, let me just open my workflow so I can see. treacherous. Whoa. 
What does the word mean? It means to to abuse uh, someone else's, convince them that you're, they're getting something better in, in return for something that's not good. Deceptive. Manipulative. Uh, there's a word Liar. for it. It starts with an S. Starts with an S. Swindler. Swindler. Swindler, that's it. Swindler. This, this, oh god. So, there's a rat whose name is Swindle. Yeah. Oh god. It sounds, sounds a bit like Swindler. So he's going to be a rogue, I'm guessing. He's going to be a rogue bard. I was about to say bard as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... Oh, Jesus he, might, he, he might not even be rogue. He might just be bard. But... yeah. I've, well, I've, he could be a cleric and also a swindler. Yeah, he could be. Yeah. But now, the genus name of Cane Rat is Thyron. Which sounds buff and scary, right? It sounds like thyroid. But Thyron is like Thyron. I am Thyron the Great. I am Thyron. Yours was better. Thyron the Conqueror. So from the from the start, when someone hears his name, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that sounds like a scary name." I really want his stats to be really terrible. He's Just swindling <laughs> everyone from the start. <laughs> He's like King from One Punch Man. Uh, like, do you watch anime? I watch anime, but I've I watched like three episodes of One Punch Man. I was like, okay, so there's this guy. Spoiler alert, by the way. Um, so there's this guy in One Punch Man. So you know how Saitama, the bald guy, yeah, he yeah, defeats yeah. Okay, all yeah. these monsters. With but one, but, le- but just like leaves after because yeah. he's doing it for fun. So that you know how the hero association exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So who do you think the hero sa- association thinks defeated all those monsters? Oh no, are you serious? It's just this random dude with a face scar, and his name is King, and they attribute all of Saitama's wins to him. So they think yeah, he's one of the strongest S-class heroes in the entire hero association. And he's got this the thing called like the King Engine with his inside himself, which is like the law built up around him. And he has like this very cold, stare, like unmoving face, which scares everyone around him and intimidates them. Yeah. Uh, and he's just and he's just like sounds like, Are you sure you want to do this? But inside it's like, oh my god! <laughs> and so like they've got this idea of the king engine which is like it's charging up but it's actually his stomach feeling really upset where it's like he's feeling like he's about to throw up it's like oh it's like, <laughs> so <he's> like <laughs> and everyone's just like sto- all these monsters come across him and they're like oh god Super scared of him. I face him yeah. I'm going to die and then yeah. what happens is just serendipitously they turn the corner and it's like, oh, there's another hero. I can take him. Boom. <laughs> and then, 
Yeah. And then King just gets. Now I feel like watching this. <laughs> you should. Um, of One Punch Man and the the same author, he produced another show and well, another manga called mm. um, um, Mob Psycho One Hundred. And out of the two, oh. they both they both have amazing theme songs. Have you seen Mob Psycho? No, I've heard of Mob, Mob Psycho as well, but I didn't I th- realize it was the same author. Yeah, the art style is re- is almost identical. Yeah, yeah. I now that I think about it, yeah, it's almost yeah. identical. Yeah. I prefer Mob. This is like a little bit of a a controversial idea, but like I prefer Mob Psycho to One Punch Man because like uh, can't 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 can't. I can't like cancelled. Um, all that shit I said about Hitler. Oh yeah, Hitler was fine. Nah, Mob Psycho, you fucked with my anime, motherfucker. But listen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like, uh, I like the idea of a person growing, and so like mm, uh, both progress. Mob and Saitama, they both have these gifts. But Saitama earned them through doing push-ups, and Mob earned them by being born. He's a psychic, and he can control things and do all these psychic things. And Esper yeah. is the partic- the specific word they use. Esper, and, yeah. yeah, and he's just born with all this stuff. But to him, Esper's all this. Is it? Oh yeah, shit, yeah. yeah. And so, like, to him, he doesn't really value these superpowers and stuff. He values the stuff that people work for and gain skill at. So mm. <laughs> he's constantly trying to improve himself and grow. And he's doing this development arc where, in, to get the girl that he likes and cares about, instead of showing off his powers like another character in the show he's like yeah i've got loads of girls because i'm an esper like he's the most powerful person in his school it's like yeah bro i'll do all this i do that now i'll flip around watch anime man and he literally says to the other character with the he's got blonde hair it's like Mm. i after all i'm the main character of of the universe and he's so oh, cocky. Wow. He's like, "Yeah, bro." I'm like, Bleh. and then he fights this guy and loses. But <laughs> but this guy, like, he he holds off to the last second. He doesn't want to hurt him. He doesn't want to use his powers. He would much rather win off the merit of his own hard work as opposed to something he just he was just given. Yeah, Yo, and that's cool. so he only uses this out as a last result after he blacks out himself. He's being choked physically. And then he's like, blacks out. And then his powers activate subconsciously. And he just decks this motherfucker. And that blonde guy is humble now. He realizes, oh shit, I'm not the main character. And he then starts growing as a person himself. The whole show is about people being smarmy because they have a personal gift. But But then they get humanized. And then they're like, oh yeah, cool. But One Punch Man is like... Yeah, Saitama is awesome, and he defeats everyone in one punch. But he's always trying to find the fight that satisfies his need to fight. It's like, yeah. oh, I feel really excited about this, and I want to do it. And in fact, in the first episode, he gets said, he face- the first monster he ever faces, he just got uh, fought. He was on, he was a businessman trying to find some, in- go on interviews, and he keeps failing. And this and this crab monster sees him, and he yeah, goes, yeah. "I was gonna kill you, but you've got dead eyes just like me, so I like you, dead eyes." And he and he goes, crab crab crab, 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 and he goes off. And the only reason why he saves someone else 
he only the reason why he fights the crab is to save someone else, someone worth yeah, a yeah. damn. And he enjoys the fights. The only reason why he trains is to enjoy the fights. He is a hero for fun. And at yeah. the end of it, he becomes so strong. But he can't enjoy the fights. So what does he do? He doesn't try to work on anything else. He just lays around waiting for another fight. He's instead of mob Saitama as opposed to mob, he just I goes, think... I'm waiting around for some uh, something cool to happen. But mob is like, oh yeah, I've perfect I'm like really good at this. But there's no point pushing this because I'm just like really good at it, and there's no point that mm. being my main thing. I'd rather work on a few different things. Like mob yeah. is like Saitama is one of those pe- is like one of those people who have a primary part of their personality or an attribute. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a feminist. Oh yeah, I'm a musician. I'm a this, I'm a that. As opposed to yeah. working on different things in their life. And the truth is that uh, a lot of people are actually more diverse than... Yeah. A lot of people, most people aren't specialists. Most people don't do one thing, you know? Most of them um, are jacks of all trades. Or at yeah. least three. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it's impossible, look, just to, it's impossible just to do one thing, you know. Then we'd be just breathing. I am. I like. I gotta say, I'm pretty good <laughs> at breathing. Yeah, me like too. I have never forgotten how to breathe. Me neither. Like, wait, how do I breathe? Oh crap! <laughs> I might die. <laughs> but yeah, I personally. I, but you should check them out. They're like good shows. Yeah, yeah. It sounds sounds really really. And the cool. and the theme song to Mob Psycho is just like so catchy. It like I it's gonna sound really weird, right? Mm. But they count to a hundred. That is the entire theme song. They count from zero what? to a hundred, and somehow it is the best song in anime that I've heard. Oh, are you still there? I know. I and I know you were freaked out Damn. by one punch. That, that one's pretty good Just too. Counting one to hundred. And <laughs> I kind of learned the song like, and the lyrics to it. It's like it's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. Was yeah. there anything else you? Yeah, I, I don't know the lyrics. Three, two, I just one. Know the, Kill like... shot. Hero, he knows. Yeah. I think. Sure, Alex. Are I we know. Done we need. Well, I've got like a, a series of things we could talk about on the wall. Hours? But like, that would be like sort of like having a plan. And this is, and this, and as we all know, this is already scripted, so we can't deviate from the plan in any way. But we could be naughty oh, yeah, if that... you wanted. But I, I think this is just a natural close to the conversation. Yeah, this yeah, could yeah. be, this all could be this a meta part, part of the script. script. No, but, but... yeah, I think, I think his internet's acting up. Buddy, you there? 
Yeah, uh, it's Sorry, Alex. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Hello? Well, this is kind of perfect. I'm just going to leave and then come back. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I just leave and come back, but I think that's we're my, pretty much. My housemate, and I think the, hmm? the microwave is messing with the signal. Uh, just disconnect and come back, okay? You're back. Hello. Yeah. Hey, Alex. You gotta go. Sorry, man. Uh, I think uh, the microwave is my housemate's in here, and he's got the microwave on and messing with the signal. The microwave affects your internet. Nah, bro. It's the government. The government just doesn't want us talking to each other. They don't want this information to get out about all the ducks. Um, I think. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. You're you're still okay. free. just disconnecting, and connecting again. Okay, okay. I'll yeah, I can hear. You. But but you can hear me now, right? Yeah, it's uh, I know what it was. It was the microwave? God damn, hot pockets. Hot pockets. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, this is kind of a. We kind of hit like a natural lull, so if you if you want, we can like just yeah. yeah 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 you'll you'll be able to put in a a, a, a proper ending <laughs> one punch <laughs> edited in <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was just type typing maybe oh fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. I haven't, I haven't had dinner. You haven't, so it's probably a dude. Good it's idea, midnight so where something. you are. It's uh, half past eleven. Halfway, ha half an hour. You need to look after yourself, man. Don't be so agreeable to these conversations if you haven't eaten, and do the dish and make sure he that guy does the dishes. Oh, and he's <laughs> gone again. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm fine. I think okay. uh, we should just like end it there. Uh, every, anything you want to plug? Any social media? Yeah. Hello. Is there any like charities that you support that you want to like put like ideas towards? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll. Uh, I'll. I'll have him send it to me. I'll. I'll type to you. I'll type to you. Well, that, like, if there's an uh, organization, like the organization that you work for with conservation and stuff, like, is like there like a donation page charities? or something? Um, not really. Um, we don't. We the community work that the company okay, does, fair where I work. What they do for communities is sponsored. It's a German company gives the thing. Um, 
Yeah, so <laughs> it's enough, not. Uh, <laughs> we don't need funding for programs we're running. Uh, but, but obviously, you know, uh, you can always. You can just Google. Uh, you know, one charity that we could start. Definitely find a bunch of Save the Rhino. Get Daniel a good headphone. Organization. A good yeah. set of headphones or That's microphone. A... Set mm -hmm. up a Bitcoin wallet. Set up a Bitcoin wallet or a Patreon page, and it's like good, help. Yeah, a good like good microphone for get, just a certain amount of pounds office. every day. Get... You can provide an African. <laughs> With a decent audio <laughs> quality. Yeah. Like. It's okay. But... No, no, no. It, 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 it's fine. Like, it's fine as it is. But I'm, so... I'm so sorry. Ideally, I every single guest, like, uh, if I can, uh, I'd send them a kit with a microphone and stuff, but, and then, like, a postage label where they can send it back. And I. Yeah, I, I'm just like uh, I'm just teasing you, man. But it's it's been great talking to you. Uh, you don't want to yeah. you don't want to plug your Instagram or anything like that. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. I'll, I'll stop asking Thanks. you that until you change your mind. Um, let's keep asking anonymous for for now. Okay. For now. All right. Uh, no, 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 I no, 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 no. Keep asking me. On Twitter. Uh, I am what the squeak on Instagram. I'll keep asking me. Yeah, and you, you, you guys can call me Atsy. Uh, I've been Alex Edwards. This has been Daniel Venter. So, yeah, thanks, thanks for listening, you guys, and I'll see you next time. Bye.